unbadding, unbadding, we're unbadding, baby. We're on a journey, baby. We're unbadding, baby. We're unbadding. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unbadding. I'm Jessica Presley. And I'm Dana Pereira. So here we are, August 8th. Mm. It's a big day, 8-8. Oh. Oh. It is? Yes. For those of you who don't know, today is a big day for the Lionsgate portal. <laughs> All that lioness Leo energy coming at you. Oh, see, the lioness Leo energy is like... Your jam. It is my jam. I'm feeling all the energy. I'm feeling like on the prowl this month. All of that lionessness mm. is coming out. I'm feeling great. And if I'm being quite honest, I did not know what the Lionsgate portal was until probably about a month ago. Um, I'm going to call a little bullshit because I text you about the Lionsgate portal last year. You did? Yes, and your brain, I know, your memory is just trash. Just total dog shit. <laughs> Tell me about this text you sent to me and why I didn't remember it. Well, because last year is whenever you and I, we were just kind of starting to like tiptoe through open gates. Like I opened my gate a little bit. You opened your gate a little bit. And mm -hmm. I was like, let me tell you about this other gate. It's called the Lion's Gate Portal. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> but it was all um, like I knew that you were kind of getting into some woo-woo shit and I knew that I loved all the woo-woo shit. You guys now are going to realize how much we love the woo-woo shit. I know. It's so good. It's so good. And I knew um, last year was a very powerful Lionsgate portal for manifesting. And again, this year, it's another great manifesting uh portal and i did all the things me too and in fact i am so committed that like i'm gonna go home and do more after this right now yeah i'm like how I, you have to take advantage totally can't totally i'm like the gates are open well really until the 31st right so we still got some time it's a power for month all the way around but today especially the eighth and sorry i didn't get this to you sooner yeah but you have time you once still have they time. get this out in two days so yeah yeah so i am just doing all the things all the manifestation things all of the good woo woo energy things i am mm. doing them i am obsessed with some like good woo woo energy i now you are much much better at like doing the manifesting and the meditating and i am like i'm going to go on a walk that is your version of my version yeah. i don't think that i'm better or that what we're doing is any different i just think that we like there's many ways to peel an orange, you know? And so I think that you peel yours your way and I peel mine my way. You know, and I think that a meditation episode in the future would be really great to dig into all of that. Oh, such a good idea. Because on so many levels, you and I are into the same things, mm -hmm. but in such different ways. Completely different ways. Yeah, that's a good idea. We should do that. 
Um, but before we do anything, I told you last week that I was going to ask you if you did anything spontaneous. Like, was there any cliff scaling jumping in? You know, <laughs> there was cliff scaling, actually. Um, it wasn't naked. Oh. And it did not um, result in oceanfront property. But that was the goal. <laughs> we were looking for an ocean. We were looking for a beach. Um, Dave and I found ourselves on this dirt road for like... I don't know, over an hour scaling the sides of this. It, it really was like a cliff. Like there was a all the way drop off to the bottom. Um, that I was, sounds terrifying. It was, it was in some points, but I definitely am more the one that's like, let's go on an adventure. And Dave's like, how am I going to keep you alive? Well, I mean, somebody's got to do it. And that's why we're such a good match. <laughs> I think for a long time, my um, frustration in my relationship was that I am this way and you are that way. Mm -hmm. And over time and experience and wisdom, I learned that it's not about same, same. It's about balance, balance. And so my crazy ass who wanted to go on this adventure down the side of a cliff um, in our little Chevy Traverse was not four-wheel drive. We were ill-equipped for this adventure. Um, but, you know, Dave got us out alive. He got us as far as we could possibly go. Um, his heart was palpitating. He was sweating. He fucking hated me that day but he was up for the adventure and it ended up being such a beautiful beautiful moment in our trip even though it started out to be quite uh quite rocky and spontaneous and adventurous well i mean and you said it right there it was a very rocky road <laughs> <laughs> that it was but that rocky road led to a beautiful adventure. And if that isn't a metaphor for fucking life, I don't know what is. You know what? It really was. It was a metaphor for life. That's exactly what it was. And it was amazing. Yeah. So you're refreshed. You're feeling good. You're like hitting those high notes. Like in the choir of angels, I am singing from my heart. Mm. I feel renewed. I feel refreshed. I learned that I am fucking awesome. You know, when you're not like momming and, and wifing and Dude, so fun, I'm the coolest. <laughs> I'm so much fun. And you know what the funny thing is? The last time I was on a trip was when we went to Aruba many moons ago. Yeah. And I also surprised myself and was like, fuck, I'm fun. Oh, my God. I forgot how fun I was. Dude. Yes. I mean, it's very – it's easier to be fun when you don't have other lives to look after. Right. Especially little ones that want to do all of, like, the most craziest, dangerous things. And you're like, no, 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 no. Annoying is usually the word that comes up for me. Yep. The most annoying things. Please stop dropping those grapes into the sand and then shoving them down your face hole. <laughs> yeah. Also, that rattlesnake does not want to be pet. No. No, it doesn't. You just leave it be. Yeah. So it's easy to be fun when all you have to do is worry about yourself. Yes. I noticed uh, on a trip to New Orleans a while back, I was like... Airports? Easy breezy. 
Literally. So we kind of had this conversation with another um, set of parents, Dave and I, before we left. And they were like, look, we give you five minutes on your trip before you start talking about your kids. You know you're going to miss your kids, this and that, whatever. And I'm like, watch me. (laughs) And so I text them when we got there to the airport. And I was like, you know what? You guys were totally right. We definitely talked about our kids within the first five minutes of being on this trip, even if it was to talk about how fucking awesome it is to travel without them. (laughs) (laughs) The airports are a breeze without kids. Nobody's crying in line getting through security. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, airports sans children, although it might be some people's version of hell, sometimes for parents, that is like heaven glorious fucking cloud in the sky glorious we flew out of tijuana i do not speak spanish it is muy mal my spanish um but i made it through we were just trying the best that we could lots of hand gestures Mm -hmm. my husband actually we were going through customs they were talking to him all kinds of stuff and i was like oh shit i have no idea what they're saying but he fucking understood and responded and got us all the way through free and clear I would have ended up, like, arrested with a glove up my ass. Like, (laughs) it would have been like, did you smuggle this pineapple? And I would have been like, muy bien. (laughs) So needless to say, if we ever travel to Mexico, we will be leaving from San Diego. We will not leave from Tijuana. Google Translate. I mean, actually, I prefer leaving from San Diego just because I've had two experiences leaving from Tijuana. One ended up with me on a tarmac for four and a half hours Ew. with four children. Ew. Ew. It was so gross. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. I have not had that experience. Thank all of the things. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Allah. <laughs> Thank. <laughs> Thank whoever it is. Whoever it is. you think. Thank whoever you think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Well, I mean, I feel like in those experiences that you may have experienced some glimmers. You know, glimmers. I had no damn clue what a glimmer was until you told me. And then I felt to myself, I love glimmers. Yeah. I see glimmers all the time, especially when we were on this trip. So many glimmers after I looked back. So why don't you tell everybody what a glimmer is? So glimmers are essentially what they call the opposite of triggers. And I am taking this straight from TikTok. So if you like go onto TikTok and search glimmers, they're going to say they are the opposite of triggers, like verbatim. True story. Yes. And they're little moments that like spark joy and awe and like give you a sense of inner peace. Yeah. And what I love about them is... We all have them. We just didn't put a name to them. Exactly. We all know that feeling of, I don't know, like, you know, walking by a bed of roses. Like they say, stop and smell the roses. That's a fucking glimmer. That is a glimmer. And I feel like the cool thing about glimmers is that once you know about them, and you give it a name, it's so much more easy to recognize. Hmm. It's so easy. But you have to want to recognize them. True. 
And I think that therein lies the problem for some people because it's very easy um, to pay attention to all of the bad things that are happening around you. Uh, You spilled your coffee on your white shirt and then uh, you stepped in water and your sock is wet and then you were late leaving the house and then your boss was pissed off that you got to work late. And because then, that asshole cut you off while you were driving, which, of course, pissed you off for the rest of the day. Yes. It's just so easy to mm-hmm. fall into those patterns. So recognizing the glimmers is something that kind of helps you break through all of that monotonous misery. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I feel like it also just kind of... um When you're on the lookout, right, it kind of sets the intention for your day that you're looking for the positive things, which I think is really beautiful because it is really easy to get trapped up in that negative cycle. It's really easy to get um, sucked into conversations of commiserating Mm. with people. And so if you're on the lookout for little glimmers, little things that are going to spark joy, that are going to just warm your heart, that are going to speak to your soul, um, You know, once you start looking for it, the more you see it. Well, because our brains are hardwired. We have lizard brains. Totally. From the get-go, we have fucking lizard brains. Gecko? From the (laughs) (laughs) get-go. Did you say from the (laughs) gecko? Too perfect. <laughs> you just set me up for that like, so well. <laughs> and that will from now on be the new saying. From the get-go. From the get-go. <laughs> we have lizard brains. From the get-go. <laughs> it's just so good. It's so oh, it's good. So good. <laughs> but seriously, from the get-go. <laughs> from the get-go. Um, we have been hardwired to look for the negative things, right? To pay attention. It's a safety thing. It's a safety mechanism. We always have to be on high alert so the fucking T-Rex doesn't eat our assholes. That's exactly right. I wasn't really concerned about a T-Rex eating my asshole. However, we are hardwired to look out for danger, Mm -hmm. right? Our nervous system is here to protect us. Um, we as humans kind of naturally pull towards the negative. Our brain remembers the negative again, the negative again for us to protect ourselves, keeps ourselves safe. Mm -hmm. And so these little glimmers that interrupt those trains of thought, um, because I believe it or not, and most people will say not, you can retrain your brain. You can so retrain your brain. I am actively in the process, through the process, all about the process of retraining the brain. And we should be trying to do that. I mean, how wonderful would it be if you went through your life and you noticed 70% glimmers and 30% of the bad shit? Mm -hmm. Because right now I can guarantee that it's flip-flopped 
Oh, for sure. At 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 like most, I should say, not least, most. Because for most of us, it's 99% trash, 1% if we're on a good day that we're noticing the glimmers. Yeah, but if you take a moment, right? And even in a moment where things aren't going the way that you had hoped, if you look around, you can find a glimmer. It's my favorite thing to do. I I like I do it a lot. I do a lot of um like gratitude lists in mm-hmm. my head. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, and I didn't realize it until I started really digging into what glimmers were, but a lot of the time they're glimmers. It's they're just the small, small things. Little things. Like I'm on my walk and I'm doing a gratitude list in my head and I'm thinking like, "Ugh, the way the sun feels on my skin right now." Or you know, the the way that this breeze feels like against the sweat on my forehead. And also, let's take a moment to recognize that that is also an opportune time to practice really being in the moment and mm. being present. And so if you're present, you are absorbing your surroundings and you can absorb them in the way of negativity or you can absorb them in the way of glimmers. It's a choice. 100% choice. You get to wake up every day and make a choice. And I'm not saying that every single one of your days has to be like hunky-dory, everything's great, because that's not life. That is unrealistic. However, the way that you respond to some of the hard stuff is a choice. And taking a moment during maybe the hard stuff, maybe you need to process the hard stuff first and then take a moment later to recognize the glimmers. One of my favorite glimmers is I had a really good sip of coffee. Mm. Like the perfect mix of, well, now my oat milk creamer. (laughs) (laughs) My once upon a time heavy cream has now turned into oat milk, damn it. But it's so good. I use the caramel oat milk creamer. It's very delicious. It's not as creamy as the creamy stuff that I used to use, but But it's it's still it's glimmery. It's very glimmery. It sparkles. It shines. It makes me feel all the things. Mm, So good. And interrupting those thoughts, paying attention to those things, it helps you give more attention to the positive things and interrupting whenever you're paying too much attention to the negative. Yeah. So I sometimes can fall um, into the trap of negativity. And for instance, yesterday I had an exceptional day with my kids. That feels like sarcasm. It's really layered with sarcasm. (laughs) My husband was out Um, I was trying to do some things outside. I was trying to wrap them up. My kids had zero patience for me to finish doing what I was doing. But I told them, whatever you do in the house, I'm going to be in in a few minutes. Just, we call it, check your path. That means look behind you and pick up all the shit that's on the floor, right? Oh, okay. Essentially. I was going somewhere different with that, but okay. My kids need to check their path because they're like tornadoes through Mm. my house, like literally doors open, cabinets open, all the things. 
So I was outside and I can hear the shrilling going on behind me. And Jordan comes out and she's like, I spilled my drink and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, just make sure you clean it up. And if you need some help, I'll be in in a minute. There was no waiting. There was no waiting. Uh I came into the house to a disaster. It looked like popcorn had been thrown up from every crevasse in my house. (laughs) Oh, those crevasses. Those crevasses will get you. In fact, it was so covered in popcorn that even after it had been cleaned up, this morning my daughter sat down on the couch and popcorn flew out of the cushions. Oh, my goodness. It was intense. Like a Costco-sized bag of popcorn lived all over my living room. Not to mention there were four, not one, four cups. These were attempts of making lemonade on my carpet. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. And in that moment, all of my shit was about to be lost. Mm. And instead, I decided I was going to pour myself a glass of wine. And I was going to teach my kids how to use a broom. Glimmer. (laughs) I did. And you know what happened? In that moment, what would have happened in the past is that I would have lost my shit. They both would have been in their rooms. I would have been there begrudgingly cleaning everything up. But instead, I thought, you know what? I'm going to sit back. I'm going to enjoy a glass of wine. And I'm going to teach my kids what it's like to be responsible for their own mess. And when they were doing that, instead of Shay cleaning up her mess and Jordan cleaning up hers, they decided that they were going to work together and clean up the mess. And they started sweeping and one was holding the broom and in that moment was a glimmer glimmer the glimmer not only were they working together as a team Mm. but I also was able to sit in that moment and be like you know what mom that is growth you did it good job you broke a cycle Mm -hmm. you stepped into the woman and mom that you choose to be not that you defaulted into Mm -hmm. big glimmer for me yesterday yeah. It was beautiful. I love that. I love um, that feeling because I feel like with glimmers, it's really important to notice the peace that it gives you. Yeah. Like that feeling in your heart where you're like, oh, yes, like that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, honestly, a glimmer could be a glass of wine for me, but it's not. It doesn't give me, you know, the the peace, like that feeling of like, ah, it helps me get there sometimes maybe. <laughs> yeah. But it's not the actual glimmer. And so, I mean, do you – I know you are a journaler. Mm -hmm. Do you journal about your glimmers? So I will from now on. Mm -hmm. But – and I think that I have in the past, and this is usually what I would maybe call gratitude journaling. Yeah. And so maybe in the morning or at the end of my day, I will go through and write down a few things that I'm grateful for. And sometimes they're – bigger things, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm grateful that I'm able to have food on my table. Right. But sometimes they're really granular. They're really small. And sometimes it's like, I'm thankful that I remembered to take a deep breath when I felt overwhelmed. And sometimes that's all it takes Mm -hmm. is to uh, congratulate yourself Mm -hmm. whenever you have those moments. And I think... uh, With that, you recognize them happening more and more. Once you start paying attention, um, somebody had called this the frequency bias. You had mentioned 
that you heard it called RAS? Yeah, the reticular activating system, mm-hmm. I believe of what it is I believe is what it was called in the book that I was reading and it's essentially the science behind um when you look for something you see more and more and more of it. Uh, and that is so powerful because we can really choose what we want to absorb. And so the the example that was given in the book that I was reading was um let's say you want to buy a new car mm-hmm. and you decide that you're going to buy a Chevy Traverse. <laughs> Why not? A white one, right? For your off-roading adventures. Of course. And um, all of a sudden, you start to see them all over the road, when before that, you had never even known about the car. And so this is just that part of your brain that you told your brain, hey, this is important. Mm -hmm. And once your brain got the memo that this is important, that it starts to look for these things. And it starts to remind you, you get that little tap on your shoulder, like, oh, yeah, this feels warm. This feels not... this is a glimmer. Mm-hmm. And again, back to the choice thing. You can use knowing that there is actual science behind these certain things. You can use it to focus on something that is awful. Like, oh, my boyfriend cheated on me with a girl that works at Starbucks and then you see Starbucks fucking everywhere and and it just reminds you of it every time. Every time. Yep. Or you can be like, thank fuck he cheated on me. I don't want to be with somebody like that. And every time you see a Starbucks, you're like, yes, thank you. Yes. That's so powerful and so true because it's really how we, um, perceive things or how we allow ourselves to digest things that will make all of the difference in in how that affects you. Yeah. And it's a lot of the company that you keep too. True. How do you feel? I mean, now I am not going to even try and pretend like I don't bitch and complain my face off. For sure. Because I do. And that's acceptable. I'm a human. Mm-hmm. I have shit going on. I really try and keep my circle, though. And by circle, it's probably a triangle. There's three people (laughs) in the world that I like. (laughs) That resonates deep inside my soul. I'm like, circle-ish. That feels big. (laughs) Circle feels massive. So I, I try and keep it to people that I feel safe with. Right. That I feel safe talking about the bad things because I know that they're going to listen and support and also give me maybe a different perspective on things. Mm -hmm. And then there's – I also know that they're going to be the people that I can talk about all the good things with. Yeah, sometimes people are uncomfortable hearing the good things. Yeah. And so to have somebody that you know whenever you um, bring – these positive things to the table that they're going to celebrate that with you and that they're not going to feel um like maybe you're being you're showboating or maybe um sometimes people have a hard time being happy for another person who's feeling something good even if it's the smallest of things Mm. um so for somebody to get on your side and on your team and be like yeah i experienced that too it really i think helps solidify the practice of searching out that positive glimmer in your life. And we like to commiserate. Sure. 
And so it's very easy to get trapped. And I've even noticed myself as a person that is like aware of it. I will notice myself uh, in a conversation with somebody that is complaining about something, whatever it may be. And I'm like, I need to complain too. Let's yes. let's do this. Let's complain. We will complain all fucking day. We will hate everybody, but we'll laugh about it so it feels positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But then that relationship ends up all complaining. It does. And then, you know, try and say something good happened to somebody that wants to complain all the time. And then all of a sudden they're like, ew, you're fake or we don't like you anymore or, you know – it. It's very uh, typical human, yeah, um, to get stuck in those ways. And so I feel like really paying attention to glimmer, surrounding yourself with people who want to tell you about their glimmer, whether it's, you know, like I was driving here today and I had my arm out the window and the music up. And the wind like hitting me in the face as I was like driving with my arm out the window. And I just felt it. I was like, (sighs) so where do you feel your glimmer in your body? What does that feel like? It's throat to heart. Mm -hmm. That's where I mostly feel it. Is it like a pulsing? It's, um, no, it's like, like I swallowed a warm gulp of milk so it's just like a warmth and inner yeah Mm. but it's like throat like it comes in like i breathe it in through my nose i feel it in the back of my throat and it just like goes down into my heart space Mm, that's so beautiful i didn't realize that that was what was going on until right now Mm I love when people ask me questions about how I feel things in my body because it's so easy to just skip right over that. And when you take a moment to try to describe what does this feel like, where do I feel this in my body, Mm. it makes it so much more noticeable when it's happening. Yes. And so for you, like, where do you feel it in yours? How does it come through for you? It's definitely all in my chest. And for me, and I think which is why I probably asked you, it's definitely like a throbbing. Okay. Um, Like when we were leaving our trip, I needed to have one last time in the sea. I just Uh. wanted to be in the water. And my husband is not a water guy. And so a lot of times um, I avoid the water whenever we vacation because it's not something he's really comfortable with. And so we had gone out to the water. It was like six in the morning. The water was like glass. And I had jumped in and swam out. And it was just the perfect temperature. And I had a moment where I just felt so much gratitude for Mm -hmm. the sea. And I could feel it swelling up in my chest. And it didn't require words. Um... But as I sat there and really thought about it and realized just how much the sea supported me, um, it fed me, um, it remineralized my body, Yes, it cleansed me, it entertained me, I just had so much gratitude in that moment and I could just feel my chest expanding almost like it was um, like – 
expanding away from my body. I just had like a picture of the Grinch whenever his heart was growing <laughs> three sizes. It was just <laughs> me and my cold, cold heart. <laughs> I don't think that you have a cold heart, but whenever I was picturing like the way that that might feel yeah. in your body, I was picturing the Grinch when like all of this love was overwhelming him. That's exactly what that's like a really good way to explain it. Actually, it really just felt like this this expansion in my chest, um, and it was just I had so many glimmers on that trip, and I think that it was because I was slowing down. And when I really slow down to absorb my surroundings and everything that I'm being gifted, it's so easy to see all of these beautiful moments that life has to offer. And the amazing thing about that is you notice these moments. You can feel when you are vibrating high. Oh, yeah. You know it. And whenever you vibrate high, you attract high vibrating things. Yes. People, opportunities, feelings. And you can see when somebody is vibrating low. It's almost like they're hunched over. Like you can almost see a physical um, like manifestation of a low vibration. Yeah. It took a really long time for me to understand vibrations um, and – raising my vibration is something that I actively am putting effort into. And it is something that is visceral. You yeah. feel that. You feel it. You can see it. I mean, you walk into a room, anybody that breathes air and walks this earth, if you walk into a party, you know immediately what kind of a night it's going to be. I, if you're paying attention, let me say. Right. I can walk in and be like, I'm going to have a really fun time because you can feel that energy just yeah. like circulating or you can walk in and be like, oh shit, this, this feels like something bad's going to happen. And hopefully you can turn that energy around. What did they call that? An alchemist, right? Like yeah, right? There, there are people that can do that. Um, but the, the high vibrating thing, I feel like glimmers really, really help you to turn that low vibration and bring it up a notch or two or seven or 12 so that you can vibrate a little higher and kind of attract those things that are, are going to serve you. Definitely. And I feel like when I notice that my energy is pure and that my vibration is high, that the people that just quote unquote, coincidentally come into my life or that I have even a small interaction with mm. um, are usually really great energy also. It just magnifies the experience. Well, okay. So do you know a person? I know a person. I'll start with that. That anytime I am in her presence, she is magic. I already know who you're talking about. Do you? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think I do. But um, what is it about that person that makes you just feel like so? She vibrates so high. She talks to everybody and everybody that is around her is smiling mm -hmm. and happy and just it like being in her presence. I was like, holy fuck. Like it. 
it was mind blowing to mm-hmm. me to walk down the street with her and just the random occurrences that were happening and the way that she looked at people and made them feel. Mm. And I just like it. I was like, I just I, can I just be with you all the time? Yeah. Like I might be in love with you. I think maybe I might love you. <laughs> oh. oh, gosh, that's so beautiful. And I really. I do know people like that. Yeah. And I aspire to be like yes. that. I do. I really want people to come into my presence, whether it be for a long while or a short while, and just ha- know that I had a some sort of positive feeling that they were left with when I was after I had left. I just feel like that's the goal. It's contagious. Yes. I think if we were all impacting each other on that level, what a beautiful, beautiful experience that would be. And I think that maybe with her, she's just used to it. She just, that is her. That's her natural state of being. She just vibrates high. And so she attracts all of these high vibrating circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, not all. I'm not going to say that she hasn't been through some shit. She has. Um, but the way that she has her outlook on it, the glimmers mm. that she sees to interrupt those thoughts that she pays attention to, it keeps her like vibrating super, super high. Right. And then there are times with me that I'm like, I mean, I get kind of hard on myself where I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Like I, you know, I, I don't know, missed a turn this morning and my kids were crying in the back seat, and now, fuck, I'm just bringing everybody down with my fucking bad mood right you know what i've noticed though is even if you take a moment bad mood or not if you take a moment and you really look someone in the eyes and you have a genuine moment with them Mm. i feel like that's such a positive impact on me and a positive impact on them as i get older all i want are deep connections Mm, same i don't i don't want to fucking hear about the weather I want to know what your fucking trauma is. I want to dig into it. Yeah. And and not because I want to know the bad things that happened to you. I want to know you. And I want to know where you came from. And I want to see where you are now. And I want to celebrate that. Yes. I want to tell you how strong and beautiful you are and way to go. And, you know, like it's. Because every single person goes through shit. Mm -hmm. And whether it's big shit, perceived big shit, perceived little shit, because my scale is different than your scale and your scale is different than somebody else's scale. We all have a different scale of shit. Mm -hmm. And we all deserve to be celebrated for getting through it, making it this far, doing the work, work in progress, trying. Yeah. And, and just being an inspiration to each other. When you, when you don't talk about the weather, when you don't talk about the, the, when you don't talk about the surface level shit and you see where someone came from and you see where they're going Mm. and you see how they are just living in their heart space and taking on life, it's inspirational. And that feeling of inspiration is that high vibration that I'm after. I want to feel inspired because it makes me a better person. And ways that you can keep that vibration vibrating high 
We mentioned journaling already about your glimmers, um, keeping that positive attention on the little things that really, really resonate and make you feel good inside. Um, There was a TikTok that I had watched. I had sent it to you also. This woman suggested glimmer mannerisms. Oh, yeah. I really liked that one. It's so good. Mm -hmm. And what she suggests is when you notice that it's a glimmer, um, that you do something to like kind of like mark it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Perfect word. Physical mark. A physical mark. Her physical mark, her mannerism was to rub her chest over her heart space. Mm -hmm. Um, And so have you thought about maybe what you might do as a glimmer mannerism? You know, um, kind of a long story, really short. Um, Feeling my sternum is new to me Mm. because I had breast implants for a long time. Right. So putting my hand here on my chest is a really novel feeling and it feels so good. When I meditate, I put my hand over my chest here. I did it before also, but it felt different. Yeah. And so for me, my palm right on the center of my sternum and just kind of like a small circle or like a press right there just makes me want to take a deep breath and like really take it in. Yeah. What about you? I, you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, what do I do? Whenever I normally have these little glimmers and the thing that I do is I always in my mind say thank you. Mm. And I thought that that would be a really good glimmer mannerism for me is just like every time I notice it in my mind, you know, just giving it a thank you, showing, expressing that gratitude that I have for that moment that made me feel really, really good at that time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like something else that you could do if you're looking for a glimmer moment is like maybe like squeeze oh, the outside of your arms I like love a little hugging hug. myself. You know, give yourself like a little hug oh. or um maybe even like squeezing your palm like your fists mm-hmm. just to kind of feel that like tension in your hands. Anything that's like a physical marker that's going to like Bring that back into your body. Even like you said, a mental marker to yeah. say thank you or to take maybe, a deep breath. Yeah. Count it to oh, I love a deep breath. Oh, like yeah. a and then the exhale. Uh, yeah, so good. So good. A deep good. breath is a good one. I like that one. Maybe yeah. I'll switch. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like yours. <laughs> Feel that heart, girl. Feel yeah. that heart. <laughs> but now One thing that I love is as we get older, we've said it before, we do 10% better, hopefully, than the generation before us. Yeah. And the generation that's a little bit under us, I've noticed, like the 20-somethings are really getting into this stuff way faster than we ever did. Yes. Yes. I love it. And so the next step, I feel like, is we got to teach these kids. I am all about teaching my kids And I think that they're like little sponges right now, right? If we teach them to look for the positive moments in life, um, oh my gosh, the, the path in front of them is just incredibly beautiful. 
it makes it so much easier for them because instead of constantly worrying, constantly living in fear, mm-hmm. which is essentially what we all do. That's what Human our nature. lizard brain tells us to do <laughs> from the get-go. <laughs> I was trying to hold it in. I was like, don't laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> but that's what we're, we're taught to live in fear. And I think that um, as we become more woke for lack of a better term yeah we're in that like feeling part of our brain the emotional part of our hearts yes that we're able to open up that part to our kids who are already so open to that yes because they're like less damaged they i mean mine haven't been baptized so already going to hell but (laughs) same girl (laughs) but yeah like my my daughter is eight years old she's very on board with some meditation your daughter is also very intuitive Mm. she is voyant of some sort i don't know if she's clairvoyant audio voyant something voyant she is definitely a special kid did i tell you oh my god she is and this will prove it to you to you people listening, I need to prove to you <laughs> that how special my daughter she's is. Fucking special, damn it. Um I she had gone to bed one night and I thought it would be really special to surprise her the next day with a cousin sleepover with her cousin Everly. Mm-hmm. And so I called her mom and said, like, hey, would it be cool if Everly had a sleepover? You know, Jocelyn would be so excited. And uh, she was like, yeah, 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 no problem. And Jocelyn woke up the next morning, have not told her about what's happening. And she said, mommy, I had a dream that Everly was having a sleepover. And I was like, excuse me? (laughs) Like, well, you ruined the fucking surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking clairvoyant ass. (laughs) Yeah, she's a she's a special kid in that way. I'm like so curious to see how this progresses in her life. I am too. I'm very curious. But for now, I just want to teach her to look for the positive. Yeah. And like maybe ask her like when she brings up something positive, where do you feel that? What does that feel like to you? See, that's where you and I are so different. Like, I have never thought to ask where that feels good in somebody's body. And as we talk about it, I'm like, God damn, why have I not ever? Because that's, you do feel it. Why are we so adverse to feeling the thing? Well, you know, the reason is because we have been taught for generations to ignore our bodies, even as women. And um, this is a very basic example. For so long, we're like, look at like a tampon commercial Mm. you're like still swim still work out go to work this is a sport tampon. here's a sport cotton ball up your ass rather than a (laughs) regular cotton ball on your ass i've been putting mine in my vagina all these years i'll have to teach you some things (laughs) (laughs) but i think that As humans, not just women, as humans, we are taught to push through. We're taught to ignore what it feels like. We're taught to over-mentalize things. And so when I am trying to get out of my head, the first thing I do is go into my body. And so I have to 
ask myself. I have mm-hmm. to use my head to get into my body. Yeah. But I have to ask myself, what does that feel like? Where do I feel this emotion, whether it be happiness, sadness, grief, you name it. Um, I feel it somewhere in my body. I love that you do that. And it's something that I definitely have to work on. And I'm curious for anybody listening out there, if you feel like, do you let yourself feel where things lie in your body? And if you don't, maybe spend a couple of days paying attention to that. Yeah. If you feel a glimmer or if you feel a trigger, maybe use that as your indicator to say to yourself, where do I feel this? Is it in my gut? Is it nerves? Is it in my chest? Is it in my throat? Is it in my back? Yeah. It really can be anywhere. And all because energy gets stuck in so many different places throughout your body Um, So, yeah, it's really important to pay attention to that. Yeah. So I'm excited to see uh, what Joss says whenever you report back about her glimmers. Oh, boy. This will be gone. She's really going (laughs) to tune in Tokyo now. (laughs) She's going to wake up tomorrow and be like, that's so weird that, I don't know, I had a dream about glitter or something. (laughs) Something along those lines. She's on it. She is. Man, I'm like feeling all the things with this episode I know it feels so good I can't wait to hear people's feedback or maybe hear about some people's glimmers yeah that would be so fun well it's a good thing you said that (laughs) because I did ask a couple of people out there not a couple of people I put it out on social media and said tell me about your glimmers um and people wrote in and you know like some of them I just love. So let's share a couple of glimmers from some of our listeners out there. Um, One of them is the cutest kid belly laughing at the beach. Oh, yes. I can feel that. I can feel that. Do you like have any ability to resist a smile when you see a child or a baby or even an adult like really laughing like you have to smile. You feel it. It is like, it's so contagious. Mm-hmm. And seeing, like, even if I'm watching a video of a kid laughing so hard, it's like automatic, cheeks hurting, Pain. can't stop smiling. Totally. Love every second of it. Like, just that genuine belly laugh from a human being that you know high vibrating belly laugh (laughs) Mm -hmm. definitely it feels so good it does it does I feel that one in my cheeks oh yeah right right (laughs) here I can feel it too um another one that I really loved because it really just shows how people pay attention to little things Mm -hmm. this person said The way the sun shines through my window, making cool shapes on my windows and walls. Aww. Isn't that cute? Uh, Gosh, it's like really appreciating and absorbing just the smallest things and allow them to impact your heart in a big way. A big, big way. And I, I don't do that necessarily, but I do pay attention to like the smoke on my shower door you know like whenever it gets all foggy and it yeah, makes different yeah, shapes yeah. And like sometimes I see little faces in it that I'll pay attention to sometimes they're penises I'm not gonna lie <laughs> 
I also get the feels, but in a I different part of my body. <laughs> it's like gag reflex. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she went too far, folks. <laughs> she normally does, folks. But I like to do that. What about clouds? Do you look at the clouds and like see things in the clouds? Sometimes I do with my kids. If we're laying on the trampoline, you know, we might look up into the clouds and like try to see what we can pick out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a sweet moment. I like to do that. I like to do the stars too. Oh yeah. Especially if I'm on shrooms. Oh, this one's really sweet. Seeing things from my dog's point of view. Ugh. That just like hits me right in the soul. Anything that has to do with animals, mm. it just gets me. Well, because they don't have all the bullshit that we go through. Mm-hmm. And one lesson that I definitely took um, from a book, I believe it was from The Mastery of Love, it was um, how forgiving dogs are. So forgiving. And like they love you and you can have a bad day. Yeah. And they still love you. And like they're so in the moment that the past is never carried into the present. They don't give a shit. I mean, we can go into like if they've been severely abused or blah, 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 blah. Right, but that's right. not what we're talking about. But we're talking about. about our loved pets. <laughs> yes. Right? We're talking about our loved pets. I think that that's a glimmer for me. When I wake up in the morning, Blue, she wants to go out. and But before she goes out, every time I bend down and I start to pet her behind her ears and she buries her head into me wherever she can find, oh. whether it be my armpit, my leg, my hand, she just buries her head in there so hard and I'm like oh, this moment is just so precious I, lo- I look forward to it every morning pets can make you feel so loved they just like they bring all the feels in they really do if you let them if you let them um okay we'll do one more and let's see here this one says little glimpses online mm. of my friends doing awesome things that is your girl right there. That's if, like special. Special. If you get off on seeing your friends do awesome things, if that's bringing joy to your heart, that's the way to go. Because it's so easy to get trapped into comparison, jealousy, envy. If you can look at people that you love and see them doing something amazing and allow that to impact your heart in a positive way, mm. in a glimmer, Oh, that's beautiful. It really is. And I really love to see my friends doing awesome things. And I'm going to be honest, I wasn't always that way. There was a time where I was very jealous whenever I saw somebody doing something that I felt like, ugh, I deserved it more or mm. something. Mm-hmm. Um, but not anymore. I I don't feel, I feel very happy for my friends. In fact. You grow, girl. Yeah. <laughs> we have a sister. That is opening night tonight yes. in Guys and Dolls. At the Benenum Center in Pittsburgh. And I'm so happy for so her. So happy. Watching our sister fulfill her dreams <sighs> is just all the glimmer. It, oh, It's like cheeks hurting, like feeling it. I can, oh my God. It, it just makes me so proud. I'm so excited for her. I love every second of it. So congratulations, Brittany. Break a leg, girl. Yeah. <laughs> 
And with that, uh, I guess I would like to say that I hope you guys take some time to focus on your glimmers. Yeah. Take a moment. If you feel like you're in a rush, if you're hurrying, if things just feel a little out of whack, give yourself one deep breath. Mm. Take a look at your surroundings. It's not going to make you any more late. It's not going to make anything worse. It's only going to make it better. Take a deep breath. Look around you. Find a glimmer. It takes 0.3 seconds to do. And if you can do it throughout your day, whenever you're feeling like that low, something dragging you down, take a second, look around and find something that's going to be a glimmer for you. Or sometimes you don't even need to look around. It just is saying that I'm here in this moment right now and this is fucking a glimmer for me it is life is a gift it's a glimmer life is a glimmer life is a glimmer (laughs) oh guys last week we had a heavier one i was hoping that this week that it would be a lighter one so light it feels um I don't know that it feels light, but it feels good. It does. It feels fulfilling. Yes. That's a good word for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, until next time. We're unbatting, baby. Unbatting. Unbatting. We're unbatting, baby. We're on a journey, baby. We're on batting, baby. Batting. We're on batting. <laughs>